0: world
1: beyond this material dimension that we currently exist in? Do you believe in such beings as spirits and angels, and that it's possible to communicate with such beings when you need help and guidance in your life? Do you believe in the power of mind and of the human spirit, and that this universe in which we live is far more magical and fantastic than we have been told? If so, you're not alone, and in this podcast, we will endeavor to talk about some of these subjects and focus on the growth of our greater selves. This is The Infinite Journey. Blessings one and all, and welcome to the Infinite Journey Podcast. I'm Paul James Caden, and today we are going to talk about the Gospel of Greed. Now, what does that mean? Uh, Maybe a little bit different direction here than what you first think when you see those words or see the title of this show, because this, this is interesting. Uh, Something I saw the other day that really made me think about the world and the time that we're living in now and some things that led up to where we are as a people, as a society. And I had this in the back of my mind for uh, several days. And uh, again, you know, I'm one who, you know, studies and reads uh, the Arantia book. And I read something in there that kind of coupled with this thought, with this idea that I've been batting around in my mind. And I read in the Arantia book, it said, when you pray, don't pray for things, but rather pray for values.
0: And that made me think, how, how often do we actually
1: hear of or see people, or how much do we actually do it ourselves, where we go before God and say, make me a better person, lead me and guide me, help me to show more love to others, help me to be of service to others, help me to gain more wisdom, more insight into myself, into who you are, what's expected of me. Help me to grow my faith and my understanding of this spiritual path that I'm on. Help me to be more humble. Help me to be
0: more peaceful.
1: That is something that is so rare in our world today because often when we pray or we hear people pray, it's asking for things. Dear God, help me obtain this new job, this new house, this relationship that I want. And we seem to marry that to our values and our inner life. If only I could have this thing, or if only I could have this certain amount of money, I would be happy. I would be more peaceful. I would have all these wonderful qualities that would suddenly spring forth out of my spirit. But then when we see people that uh, it seems like they have those prayers answered, and maybe they have those prayers answered as a test. You know, maybe there are certain people that God says, okay, I see you praying to be, you know, rich and successful and to have all this glitz and glamour around you. And you're promising you're going to be happy and do all these wonderful things if that just happens. Well, let's see. And then when this happens, the person doesn't do all these wonderful things. They actually, in fact, become arrogant. Look at me. Suddenly, I'm somebody. I have more than you. Somehow, now, other people are becoming less than I am. And I'm not satisfied with what's been given me. I want more. God, show me how to take what I already have, this great blessing you've given me, and multiply it even more. Sky's the limit. And so we very seldom see, not that it's impossible because it does happen, but it's kind of rare to see somebody that gets the material blessings, and then those material things give birth to the values and the nature of the soul. And now I just want you to hold on for a minute because we're going to shift gears in this conversation because I found this to be very interesting, thinking about all this and thinking about how all of the best-selling
0: religious and self-help books are about how to get More stuff.
1: We have books on metaphysics. The secret. It said the secret can get you whatever you want. A house, a car, a new job, health, whatever you want. So we see all this stuff added to what we call the law of attraction or metaphysics. Thought, emotion, feelings, attitude. Faith affects our reality. And so rather than affect a reality for the better, help ourselves and others, it's all about just helping myself. Let me try to use this law of attraction. Let me try to use these mystical energies of the universe to get all this stuff, because that's what really matters to me. And even in mainstream religion, what has been popular for so long? The prosperity gospel, which teaches Jesus was rich. He doesn't want you to be poor. He wants you to have drive Royals Royces and you know, uh, have, live in mansions. There should be no such thing as a humble or a poor pastor. The pastor should have the best clothes and the best cars, and the congregation should... Prosper and be blessed as he is prospered and blessed. And people believe this. Tithe. What does the prosperity gospel teach us? Give and it will be given back unto you. So when you tithe, you're not actually tithing because you love God and you're trying to give to a good cause. You're actually tithing in the prosperity gospel. In order to get something back from God, and they teach that it is like a seed that you plant in the ground, and it will grow up and bring you financial blessings. And you know, there's all this uh, tithe, and then give gifts and offerings beyond your tithe, and pray and believe, you know, for prosperity. So it's it's everywhere we turn. What's predominant in our Spirituality, especially here in the West, and I'm sure it's in other parts of the world as well, is prosperity. The gospel of greed. Show me how to get more stuff and show me how to get God to give me more stuff. So we don't pray for values anymore. We don't pray for guidance anymore. We don't pray for those spiritual gifts anymore. Like King Solomon in the Bible, God said he would grant him anything that he wanted. And what did he ask for? Wisdom. And then everything else was added to him or came to him in time. But see, that's been perverted. And you'll hear a lot of these uh, prosperity gospel people say, Oh yeah, ask God for wisdom, because then after you da- do that, he will make you rich like he did Solomon. So, so there's always that attachment. No matter what we do, no matter what we pray for, no matter what our our intentions are, that's always coupled up with that, and then God will give you more stuff. God will give you more money. And now I heard uh, a couple of people in other podcasts, and this is where we're going to change gears a little bit. I heard a couple of people in other podcasts over the last week talking about how this world and its systems are always trying to change our thoughts, change our consciousness, bring our thoughts and our intentions and our desires in line with what they want or what they want us to do. We've all heard it said, probably in the past, how some individuals say, gee, you know, the government and the media and advertising and consumerism, it just seems like there's a campaign out there to dumb people down. Just to keep them distracted. Keep their eyes off of what really matters. Just resort them back to infantile reasoning and animalistic behaviors and so when I heard these individuals on these other podcasts over the last week talking about this and see I've been I've been mulling this over in my own thoughts pray for values rather than for things no one prays for values anymore At least very few people, it would seem. Everywhere we we turn in our spirituality, it's always about how to get more stuff. How to get God to bless you and give you more stuff. It doesn't matter that he meets your needs. You want him to make you rich. And I began to think to myself, because all all this kind of fell into place one after the other. You you read this particular verse in a book that sticks with you. Then you kind of notice everywhere is this gospel of greed, the universe, God, Jesus. They're all going to make you rich if you just know how to do it. And then we have... The mass consumerism. I mean, it's it's no secret, and it's, re, it's not a conspiracy theory that the governments from around the world have looked into ways of how to control the thinking and the actions of the mass populace. Well, it's good for business. It gets people to buy. It gets people to consume. It gets people to want what you want them to want. And then it starts delving into make them behave the way you want them to behave. Easier to control. Easier to just get them to be good little boys and girls in your worldly system and empire that you're building and want to continue to build. So that's really not a conspiracy theory, and there is truth to that. We can look in our own government Right here in the United States And see how they've uh, Experimented in the past With uh, psychic spies Remote viewing MKUltra You know, all these mind control uh, You know, odd things That they looked into And there was a reason why they did that You know, plain and simple Black and white There was a reason why they did that And it got me To wondering and thinking thinking,
0: has our spirituality over time,
1: I mean, I'm 53 years old and I can look back in in my lifetime what religion was to what it is now. I can go back now, I'm a very spiritual person, I, I live This stuff, I just don't come on a podcast and talk about it and then forget about it. I'm always immersed. I'm always studying. I'm always learning. I'm always listening. And by doing that, of course, I can look back into the past
0: and see how the ancients practiced their faith of all the different religions and how different it was then as opposed
1: to what it is now. Now, of course, there were some uh, issues with the past. I mean, where man congregates together and starts to make a religion or a doctrine or a dogma or a, th- a theology, there's going to be problems. There are people in the past that concentrated uh, too much on poverty, and they were the opposite end of the rainbow. You know <laughs> that. Uh, You know, God wants us all to be poor and broken. Well, that's not true either. But through all of that, we can at least see in the past where people did pray for values. Greater faith, be more humble, be more of service to their fellow man, be more of service to God.
0: And how we just don't see a lot of that anymore. I mean, there's people that do it, thank God but
1: most people are running after the stuff religion. So, seeing what religion once upon a time was and what it's become, I ask myself, and I'm asking you, the listener to this show, do you think maybe that was on purpose? That maybe this was orchestrated in some way to. Get the herd, if you will, all walking in a certain direction. Because now let's think about it. All of these prosperity preachers in Christianity, and, and, and I was a part of that at once upon a time. You know, I was a, uh, an evangelical, fundamentalist, word of faith, prosperity gospel guy. Now, I wasn't hog wild like like some people are. I always had doubts and reservations. There were things I liked about it. There were things I didn't like about it. But I saw a lot of people, if these people snapped their fingers at the podium and said, this is what you have to do. This is how much you have to give. This is the way to get God to make you rich and give you blessings. They would do it. No questions asked even if it was giving their last dime, even if it was risking losing their home, giving their mortgage payment for the month to a religious or what seemed to be a religious organization. And now these are the same people, strangely enough, especially the evangelicals, who have also turned our modern-day spirituality and religions very political. And then when you really look back at all this, you see how, I mean, some of these people have been around since the 60s, since the 70s, or maybe even beyond that. Some of them have been around for a long time. Some of these people are in their 70s or 80s, and, you know, they're still doing what they do. And a lot of them, you can always uh, trace the line to see where they were connected and always kind of hobnobbed, if you will, with
0: politicians and the ultra-rich elites in government
1: and now that makes you wonder with this polluted religion that we have today it's all about stuff and it's all about money and it's all about consumerism and get and give and I want and I want it now but now it's also turned very political I have to vote for such and such a person because That person is connected to God. That's the person God wants in office. And what's he going to do? Well, he's going to protect my rights. But he's going to make the country
0: more prosperous. And then I'll be able to get more stuff. Land of the free, home of the rich. See, all these
1: thoughts, all these things seem to go hand in hand
0: and it makes me wonder again was that done on purpose when
1: i heard these couple of individuals talking about uh you know the the powers that be that that want to control the mindset and behavior of uh the mass populace and how they want to change our thoughts and our thinking and our values and our consciousness. Now I'm not saying that it's 100% so. This is what's happened.
0: But maybe there's a possibility that it was orchestrated in some way. Because look where
1: we are. Look what our religion has become and the funny thing about it is most people have been following this money gospel this give me gospel this gospel of greed whether that comes from christianity whether it comes from uh islam whether it comes from buddhism whether it comes from new age whatever sect or sector of religion and spirituality it comes from There are people that have followed this idea
0: for years. And they're still not rich, but they're still chasing after it. And those people have become more political. Well, I'm not rich. I don't have my fair share.
1: Because now I understand before it was the devil. The devil was blocking me from getting what I want. He's my enemy. He's always thwarting my plans. And now that has kind of shifted to these other people, this other political party, these certain individuals who, by the way, are all instruments of the devil. They're the ones blocking my way. They're the enemy to my prosperity, to my peace, to my faith. And we have to get rid of these people. We have to rise up and conquer these people so that God can bless our land and we can all live in peace and prosperity. But ladies and gentlemen, if... This steps on your toes a little bit And you've had that school of thought In your mind You've followed that philosophy The reality of the matter is That's not going to happen Because these people will lead you Right up to the threshold Of what you think is going to be The new promised land And they will pull the rug out from under you Because it's all about Their prosperity, their empire, their little Eden that they want to recreate on the earth, where the elites rule, and that is part of uh, many of these individuals' philosophy. They believe they are chosen, and I've talked about that uh, on my old show, The Spirit Side, uh, many different times.
0: And so they they don't care about your prosperity, and your well-being. But they
1: certainly care about you propping them up and helping them to get where they want to be. They're certainly interested in having you accept what they want to do and willingly go along with it. Because then when the ceiling falls in on everybody, they can say, well, we didn't make you do it. You followed of your own free will. It just didn't turn out uh, the way that you hoped it would, or the way we hoped it would. Sorry. And the fact of the matter is that even if all of this wasn't constructed or what's the word I'm looking for here? Put into motion. By certain individuals Even if it wasn't Don't think that there aren't people out there Who don't see these fads And these trends And these bad directions That many people are all walking in
0: Who will not take advantage Pardon my French here And I don't mean to uh,
1: insult anybody or offend anybody but don't think even if all this isn't orchestrated don't think there's not people out there who will not take advantage of our stupidity when we start acting like a bunch of animals with the infantile reasoning there are absolutely people out there in big business big industry and government
0: all the people who you look at as being the enemy. There are people
1: in all of those sectors that will take advantage of our stupidity. And they will feed the fires of our stupidity. They will feed the fires of our division. They will continue to dangle The carrot on the stick, oh, the gospel of greed, oh, you want God to prosper you and the country, oh, well, I can help you do that. Oh, I believe in God. Oh, I'm born again, that's one that a lot of people like to throw out there because they know that there's a certain amount of people, a good number of people, that will bite on that hook and support their cause because those people think those individuals are something that they're not. So don't think that there aren't people out there who will not take advantage of our mistakes and our stupidity, because they will. They absolutely will. And as far as I'm concerned, I don't think it's too late to hit the brakes on all of this. I think if we all just take an honest look at what we're doing, where we're going, where we're being led to, and how we've been led to this place, if we just stop and we start to pray for values,
0: If we start asking God, show me the truth, lead me and guide me. I don't want
1: anything from you. I'm not asking you to make me rich. I'm not asking you to give me a house or a car or any material blessings. Just show me the truth because right now that's what matters and that's what we need. And show me how to humbly and honestly follow that truth. Start to pray for values. Not only how you can be blessed, but how you can bless and be of service to others. Because we're all family in this world. We're all brothers and sisters. We're all children of God. It can't be all about me, and to heck with the next guy. Because that's just going to build a society of separateness. It's us and them. And we
0: can't do that. We see what the fruit of that kind of mentality is right now. But we need to pray for unity. We we need to pray for truth. We need to pray for
1: values. And folks, that's what's going to heal our land. That's what's going to help us get back to a better way of life because we're going to stop deluding ourselves. We're going to stop lying to ourselves. We're going to see that the way to a better life and a better world and a better country and a better society isn't sitting around trying to find out ways to tug at some mystical strings in the universe to get more stuff. We're going to see that sitting around and fighting over politicians of all things isn't going to make a better world. We're going to see that lying to ourselves about these politicians isn't going to make a better world. We're going to get rid of all that junk We're going to want more substance in our spirituality, in our religion, in our relationship with God. Things that help build those values and bring us more peace. We're not going to be afraid to call wrong, wrong. And if there are greedy, divisive, double-speaking politicians at the helm, we'll say no. This is not the world that we're looking to participate in. So you either do your job right, because all all elected officials are public servants. They are not your leaders. And some people need to be reminded of that. They are public servants. And we need to get out of this mindset that they are our leaders. We need to get out of this mindset that, you know, they're my leader. I belong to this group. I want this particular party or person in power because they're going to help me. And what do we do there? To heck with all the other people. I'm a Democrat. To heck with all the Republicans. I'm a Republican. To heck with all the Democrats. They're all evil. They're all dumb. They're all stupid. You see how... We've divided the lines. And what does it come down to? It comes down to this gospel of greed. I'm going to stick with this particular party or this particular person because I think that they can do something for me and help me become more prosperous in some way. but it can't just be for the Democrats or the Republicans or the Christians or the Muslims or the Jewish people. It has to be about us all. And we need to start realizing and remind ourselves these elected
0: officials are public servants, and they serve us all. A lot of people think it's a
1: liberal thing to speak about equality and prosperity and peace and reasonable living conditions for everyone. But folks, that's the
0: way it should be. It should be one for all and all for one, living in harmony. But see,
1: we're all backwards now. It's all about me and what I can get and who can help me get more of what I want to get. And our religion and our spirituality is turned greedy and
0: materialistic and egotistic and political. And how could we ever, ever look at the words of Jesus and say that those things are okay or supported by Christ? Because I will tell you Assuredly, right now on this show, they are not.
1: And if that's the kind of religion we prop up, that religion is in vain. Doesn't matter what we label ourselves as, Christian, Muslim, whatever. If that's the kind of religion we prop up, division, hatred, selfishness, greed, materiality, ego, I'm the chosen one, we're the chosen ones, you're not, you're the enemies of God, you're my enemy, that kind of religion is made out of human ego and philosophy and it will fall and it will fail and it will never make anybody rich and prosperous and happy
0: except those who are taking advantage of that mindset.
1: I always say in this show, listen to your heart, go within, and listen to what this still, small voice is saying to you. And I want to challenge every person listening to this podcast right now. Shake off all the doctrine. Shake off all the dogma. Shake off all the politics. Shake off all the greed and the money and the gospel of grabbing more stuff, whatever religion you're in. And go back And read your holy scriptures. Read the words of Jesus. And listen with the inner ear, not the ear that's been trained to interpret it in some twisted, materialistic, divisive,
0: fearful, crazy way. Get rid of all that and just read and listen.
1: And start using it as the measuring stick to look at everything that's going on in our modern day religion and our society. Because it's a wreck out there. And it doesn't seem like there's a whole lot of people
0: on the right side. Everybody's choosing sides. We need to stop and we need to pray for values. Not things Not power, not who we hope will be in
1: power after the election, for values. Because once we get that straight, once we start seeing through the proper lens of love and service and compassion, then everything else will begin to change because you know what, folks? We will start to change it. We will start to look at these unacceptable things and say, no, this has to go. All this fluff, all this yelling, all the empty promises, all the gospel of greed, all of this just has to go. Because it's turning us into, as I said before, people with animalistic behavior and infantile reasoning. And that's not where we want to be. So I hope you got something out of this podcast today. As usual, I thank you so much for listening. Until next time, stay safe, stay well, think about these things, share these podcasts. You know, I'm not looking, oh, I want to be rich. I want to be popular. But you know what I really do want from the heart?
0: Honestly, I want people to hear positive things that will make them listen to their own heart, seek God on their own,
1: get rid of all the garbage and just listen. What's being said? What am I being told? What guidance am I being given right now? Nobody does that right now. Everybody's looking at somebody else to tell them what the guidance is, and that's wrong because the guidance of another person will always be filled with the other person's agenda. And everybody's so hyped up these days, they don't want to hear anything unless it's conspiracy and hate and division and politics. Let's try to change that. People aren't going to wake up unless they hear a wake-up call that makes sense. And I, I try my
0: best to make sense, in these podcasts but, You know, let's Let's try to get something Positive out there There's too much negativity
1: And to me that's sad Because it's not only me But I know other people That put out very wonderful messages And podcasts and shows Handful of people listening
0: And None
1: of those men or women want it because, oh, I want to be rich, oh, I want to be popular. No, they want to help. They want to change the current of our current society that we're living in. But nobody wants to change that current. They want the garbage. They want the negativity.
0: It's become the new thing. And again, that's all stuff we need to get rid of and start praying for values. So let's try to change what people are focusing on, because
1: that will bring about the ultimate change in our world, in our country, in our lives. And that's what we all want. Thank you again for listening. Again, I appreciate
0: it. I'm Paul James Caden, and I'll see you next time on the journey.